0: Now, podcasting around the, world. around the world. This is Work From Home Podcast, where you'll learn how entrepreneurs plan their online strategies. And now your host, the founder and CEO of the Perfect Army Virtual Assistance, RJ Brow. Welcome, Work From Home Nation. This is RJ, and you're listening to another episode of the Work From Home Podcast. So joining us today is the Productivity Maestro. He helps improve productivity in businesses and he once turned an eight-hour workday into a two-hour workday. Now he helps business owners do the same. So let me ask, how do you create time today? Let's all ask our guest, AJ Patel. AJ, welcome to the show.
1: Sure, RJ. Thank you. First, thank you so much for the invitation to join you today. Honored to be here.
0: Thank you so much for being here. Tell us something about you. Tell us about what you do and anything that you want to
1: share. So a little bit about myself. I am the uh, process maestro, productivity maestro, and my objective is to help business owners create, map out, and understand their work processes so that they can create more time in their day. And use it to either enjoy their life more or run their business better, help it grow.
0: That is nice. Can you tell us about your background before
1: that? Sure. So my formal education is I am a mechanical engineer. And so I have have that process brain as it is. And I used it in the corporate world for about 20 years. I worked predominantly in the energy industry. Uh, where I was an internal management consultant with a private equity firm. Uh, that's where I kind of learned about you know, how to help companies improve their processes, map them out, figure out how to problem solve, manage projects much better, manage people better. And uh, from there, I transitioned out and I decided to start my own business where I help small business owners, founders, entrepreneurs do the same thing so that their businesses can grow and thrive.
0: Well that's interesting. How did you turn an 8-hour day into a 2-hour day?
1: That's mm. such a great question. <laughs> that's such a great question and and you know I talk about this a lot. And the truth is is the way I did it was first by understanding, you know, in that particular role that I was in when I inherited it, when it was being transitioned to me, I thought, "Oh, wow, there's just so much opportunity here to do things better." And it started with the work process. So by understanding how the different elements of the team that I was working with were interacting, creating a visual version of that, and then working within the team itself, we were able to improve communication, improve the quality of the product that we were creating, and actually reduce the amount of time doing, you know, input, information, uh, reduce the amount of communication that needed to happen while improving the quality of the communication. It just put us in a position where we didn't have to put as much time into simple tasks. And from there, we reinvested it uh, back into the company at the time and used it to uh, unlock other value.
0: Well, where did you learn about work automation and processes, stuff like that?
1: Yeah, so automation, you just mentioned, that was another key element to what we did. You, when you have repetitive tasks, uh, if you can get you know a computer to do them for you, it's always, it's always much easier, right? Mm-hmm. I learned this as a young engineer. I was working with a manufacturing company, and I was put on a team with another gen- gentleman by the name of Bill Gerstad. I was like 25 years old. Bill was getting ready to retire. He could have been my grandfather, to be honest with you. And, you know, we were put on this team to figure out what was going on with our constant inventory misses. And so I thought I had all the answers and I reduced the amount of time it took to kind of get an idea of where things were standing with the, uh, with the project until one day Bill walked up to my cubicle with coffee in hand and said, why are you still working? And I just looked at him like, are you crazy? And uh, he said, son, come with me. I want to show you something. And he introduced me to the world of automation. And uh, of course, in order to have great automation, you have to have great work processes. So never judge a book by a cover. That's that's a really important lesson
0: there. That's so true. Well, uh, your story is amazing, but I know that a lot of your audience know that about you, about the automation and processes. I'd like to know something that your audience doesn't know about you. What is AJ's secret?
1: My secret, yeah. you know, my my secret is that I hate to do tasks that aren't warranted. There is no bigger waste of time than working on something that that provides no value to what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really driven hard to just take anything that's not valuable and move it out of what I do on my daily, in my daily routine and focus only on that which is the most valuable.
0: Wow. But how do you juggle your work and your life, basically?
1: So there's a few things there. One, you know, I work out of my my own home office. And so what did I eliminate? Travel. I don't see travel as very valuable. I, I, you know, it's it's getting in a car, you're spending fuel, you're spending time on the road. And for some, you know, depending on where I was going, it was 30 minutes to an hour each way. That's one to two hours a day of time. Mm-hmm you know, I want to spend that with my son. And so, you know, that's one way that I do it. Other ways that I do it is constantly evaluating and looking at my processes and how I work to find out, you know, what actually is worth spending time on, what is not worth spending time on, and always weighing those things out.
0: So true. How long have you been uh, working from home?
1: About five years.
0: Oh, okay. What uh, do you think is the most important personality trait? that somebody in this industry needs?
1: You know, if you want to be a business leader in general, if you want to have your own business, or if you just want to successfully rise, the most important skill set you can have is that of understanding and having empathy towards other people, Mm. uh, your EQ, understanding how to motivate others. You know, these soft skills are the types of skill sets that really aren't taught in school. They're not taught in college. Quite frankly, when you enter the corporate world, they're not really taught unless the company has a motivation to teach it to you. So, for folks out there wondering like how can I improve what I do? I would urge you to go out and find, you know, a course like the Dale Carnegie human relations course, something that I actually took. You know, read the books, make friends and influence people. These are where some of the most important skills come from. 75% of employers would rather hire somebody that has those skills over the technical skills because they realize the technical skills can be picked up. No matter who you hire, you're going to have to train them to do a certain task. But to have the added bonus of somebody who knows how to relate and work with people, that's tremendous.
0: But do you have any apps that you use that is very crucial to your business?
1: Yeah. You know, as a process person, you know, I use Microsoft Visio to help my clients visualize. Their work processes and to understand where we can make, you know, important adjustments to, to create time for them. Also, some clients require some customized management tools and I can create them within Microsoft Excel. So I use Microsoft Excel a lot and sometimes Google Sheets.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? That's actually the first time I heard about Microsoft Visio. How do you spell that?
1: V-I-Z-I-O.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> So any piece of advice you can share with the work from home community?
1: Look, I think when you're working from home, one of the things that, you know, we easily get caught up on is being disconnected from other human beings. That's a that's a reality, you know, and Zoom is nice. You could be on a Zoom call or a conference call and you could see other human beings. But there are times during the day and I have it planned into my day where I take a walk in the middle of the day just to be outside, just to be moving. During those walks, I make phone calls. Those phone calls are not necessarily business related. In fact, I keep them personal so that I get more of that personal interaction. And then I definitely plan time to spend with people after work hours, whether it's still going to a happy hour, still going out to dinner with people, making sure I'm still getting those engagements. Seclusion is is bad. You don't want to be Mm -hmm. secluded. You want to make sure you're still engaging with as many people as possible.
0: If given a chance, would you still work from home or would you go back to the office?
1: I would never go back. OK,
0: <laughs> that is a never strong statement. Back. OK, I believe you. There is a phone in question here, actually. I was talking to a guest earlier and her question is, do you have any regrets
1: Yes. You know, there's, you know, you can always look back and say, I regret this. I regret this. I regret this. My regret is a little different. My regret is that I was too stubborn for too long about the importance of, you know, emotional intelligence and creativity. Yeah. Yeah. As, as an engineer, you know, being trained as an engineer, one of the things that happens is, is that we're, we're so, Uh, into the logic side of reasoning, also coming from an Eastern Asian culture where, you know, it's just all about, you know, you got to achieve certain things and that's ultimately what the goal is. And the reality is, is that I, I regret when I was exposed to, hey, you should learn some soft skills. I initially turned it down. But once I learned them, man, life really changed for me in a a predominant way. And it wasn't just success. It was happiness in life. So uh, I think soft skills, my biggest regret is not learning and being open to seeing that side of kind of the mindset earlier on in my life. When you're an
0: engineer, I think you tend to be more analytical, right? Yeah, I have a lot of engineers in my family, so I know how you think. Okay. Do you have anything that you want to promote and where can we find you online?
1: Yeah. So you could check out my, my page, uh, createtime.today. And soon I'm going to be updating it and I'll be setting up webinars where I'll be teaching folks how to use work processes to do a variety of things manage projects, keep your teams organized, improve communication, you know, set roles and responsibilities. There's so many powerful things you can do with a well-mapped-out work process that it's very valuable to every entrepreneur out there that's just looking to grow their business. And this doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have employees. I work with a lot of solopreneurs who may have VAs, marketing folks on their team, that they might not be direct employees but there's still folks that need to be coordinated with.
0: Anything that you'd like to ask our next guest?
1: Yeah, you know, one of the things that I'd always be curious about is, you know, how are you currently managing, you know, the workload that comes at you? What are the things that you are doing as your business is growing and more people want to work with you? What are you doing to kind of handle that? That's what that's what I like to know when I talk to wow. entrepreneurs okay. and founders.
0: Good luck to the next guest. <laughs>
1: okay, well, <laughs> thank you Tell so much. Tell them to much. give me a call if they want to talk.
0: Okay, okay, <laughs> I'll connect you with them. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, AJ. I learned a lot about what you do and how you think. And just send me your links. I'll be sharing them with my community as well. Thank you. And like what I always say to the work from home community, always be kind. That's a soft skill. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but you can still be a badass.